Now today's federal newscast. Vendors looking to appeal agency contracting decisions will have to do so online starting next month. The Government Accountability Office plans to launch a new web-based bid protest filing system on May 1st. GAO says it will create a more seamless and efficient process, providing real-time updates to the agencies and parties involved. There will be a $350 filing fee. Three years after the Office of Personnel Management data breach, the Interior Department still has some cybersecurity gaps. An Inspector General report finds Interior still couldn't detect some of the most basic threats on its computer systems. The agency also has not implemented incident detection and response recommendations from the National Institute of Standards and Technology, or NIST. The IG says Interior didn't investigate intrusion attempts and left compromised computers on their networks for months at a time. Chief Human Capital Officers have a new set of performance standards to make sure they're managing their workforce properly. OPM unveils new evaluation system standards for agencies. The Chief Human Capital Officers Council agreed to the new metrics. They're part of agencies' efforts to adopt a new human capital framework. Changes to how you log on to your computer and how you get into your building are coming. The Office of Management Budget releases the long-awaited update to the Federal Identity, Credential, and Access Management Policy. OMB issues the draft memo Friday seeking comment from agencies and vendors by May 6th. The suggested revisions focus on moving agencies toward identity management shared services, improving cybersecurity by adding these capabilities to existing programs, and ensuring agencies are taking a risk-based approach to managing authentication and access management. The draft memo also rescinds five identity management memos, some dating back to 2004. I'm Jason Miller. Details of the U.S. Agency for International Development's reorganization plan are released. USAID Administrator Mark Green revealed a new agency organizational chart to employees. The plan makes no mention of a workforce reduction, but the agency will have to adapt to some budget cuts. Congress gave USAID a $1.35 billion budget for operating expenses in fiscal 2018. The new org chart comes after the State Department gave the agency the go-ahead to proceed with their own hiring strategy. The pay freeze continues for the vice president and some senior political appointees through calendar year 2018. The omnibus spending bill that Congress signed at the end of March includes a provision that continues a pay freeze that's been in place since 2013. It only applies to employees serving in an executive schedule position, a non-career appointee in the senior executive service paid above a certain level, limited term appointees, and others in specific circumstances. The pay freeze doesn't apply to general schedule employees. A Pentagon audit finds major shortcomings in the methods the Defense Department uses to track abuse of government charge cards. The Inspector General faulted two DOD organizations for dramatically underreporting suspected cases of waste, fraud, and abuse. Among the problems, auditors say Pentagon procurement officials failed to report tens of thousands of cases of credit card delinquencies to the Office of Management and Budget. And the Defense Travel Management Office only reported 139 cases of charge card misuse over a two-year period, even though the actual number was more than 260,000. The Army says two soldiers died in a helicopter crash Friday night, the latest incident in an extremely difficult week for military aviation. The service members were conducting a training mission at Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Three Marines died in another helicopter accident last Tuesday, and an Air Force Thunderbirds pilot was killed on Wednesday during a routine aerial demonstration. And a new face appears in the White House today. John Bolton will report for duty as President Trump's new national security advisor. A former U.N. ambassador under President George W. Bush, Bolton joins at a critical time. The president over the weekend issued threats to Syria for a chemical attack on a rebel-held city and a sustained policy for dealing with the North Korean nuclear threat has yet to emerge. Plus, the president is seeking China's cooperation on Korea while escalating the war of words over trade tariffs. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.